to another episode. I think we're on episode six already. Goodness me, they soon fly when you're having fun. Um, episode six of Unleashed, Unchained and Unapologetic. And just as a reminder about what this is about and, and why we're here, we're humble driven allies and leadership advocates who are obsessed with supporting leaders to stand up and step up so that workplaces of today and tomorrow truly work for all. Welcome, Karen. I think we've got a really interesting subject today. Uh, Tell us what it's about. Well, not to stress you out too much, but we're going to be talking about taking responsibility today. Um, It's a toughie. Mm. It can be a difficult one, um, but we're going to break it apart into pieces and we're going to take you from responsibility through vulnerability to what that means for leadership and how great leaders do both of those things really, really well. Great subject. subject. Listen, let's start with taking responsibility because... And you see this with kids, don't you? I sit, with, <laughs> I sit with my son all the time. Always looking to blame. Something goes wrong. Always looking for blame. We have to have those responsibility chats every now and again. But um, he's getting very good at that now. But again, let's talk about taking responsibility. It's such a hard thing to do. It fights against the ego. It fights uh, against everything that you think about. But it's so, so important. Well, it's an interesting one. Again, you know, taking responsibility. Why is it difficult? Because it puts us in a position where we might get into trouble and nobody wants to get into trouble so if something if something goes well we're quite happy to stand up and say Mm. yeah I did that (laughs) check me out I'm responsible Mm. for the wonderfulness but when something goes wrong in inverted commas or when something feels bad or we do something and it hurts somebody else or we make a mistake taking responsibility takes on the sense of threat and once again fear threat leads straight to fear, fear leads to stress, stress leads to reactions, and we're into a nasty cycle potentially. So I've got a great, a great um, example of this. So many moons ago when I used to work in the travel industry, um, I had a wonderful team and um, uh, there was one, one girl who I brought into my team. She had this absolute raw ability. I've, I've never really seen it since an incredible raw intuition for marketing and advertising. And she um, came from another team where she had quite a bullying manager to the point where um, he would literally jump, you know, and she'd be there till all hours of the night trying to make it right, trying to do the good thing. God bless her. And I remember her, um, she came into my team um, and I fought for her to come into my team because she's such a great asset. And she came in and something went wrong in a campaign. And I remember saying, oh, have we, uh, have you checked that such and such? Just asking over there. And she was like, yeah, 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 I've checked it. And I knew, I knew, <laughs> I knew she hadn't. And I literally looked at this, this girl who I absolutely adore and so proud of. But she literally looked across at me and went, you haven't really, have you? And you could see the fear on her face. And the first thing I said was, listen, you're in a completely safe space. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you've made a mistake. We'll figure it out. We'll solve it together. But I need to know, has this happened? And she actually had. And I knew that was her inherited reaction from spending so long with somebody that had been incredibly... um, Tough on her. Tough on her, yeah. Mm. And... um, it almost made me giggle to a degree because I could see she bla- it was written all over her face, but she was so frightened of what mm-hmm. had happened. And um, yeah, she went on to become an exceptional marketeer that done really, really well for herself. But um, 
again, that was a perfect example of how taking responsibility is a really hard thing to do, dependent on what your experience has been in the past. So, yeah, and I think these these what I call teachable moments are very important. I mean, in that moment, she learned something, yeah, which is it's okay to Absolutely. make a mistake because guess what? We make mistakes all the time. Um, no but this does. notion of command and control and punishment and power, mm. particularly in the workplace, is is a real thing. And again, you go back to the family, you know, two kids, somebody's broken a dish or you know whatever and or or just you know, messed something up and each child is likely to try and blame the other rather than take responsibility. And you can wind this forward into the adult world. And one of my favorite responsibility fails in history is Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. You know, I always say to my clients, you know, he he could have had a very different experience of all of that. What would have happened if he just said, yep, I shagged a rotten, <laughs> right? Just come out with it and said, yep, I take responsibility. That's what I did how much less trouble would he have got into? Like it would have potentially would have given the Republicans a lot less to hang failure on for him. Um, It would have been a real bravery moment. And I think the interesting thing about taking responsibility and it links to telling the truth is that it's very hard for people to come after you if you tell the truth and take responsibility. And if they do, that says more about them than anything else. So it, it's, it's an act of vulnerability to tell the truth. Mm. It's an act of vulnerability to take responsibility. But it's also an extraordinary act of leadership. Mm. You know, role modeling it to the people around you. It's just like, yep, you know what? That was me. What a mess. Let's not do it like that again. You know, it's incredibly powerful. And also it brings a lightness and some space into the environment and into the work environments that are so often the opposite, you know, everybody's trying to pretend that everything's okay. And maybe it's not. And maybe actually saying, look, this isn't okay. We are in a bit of a mess here. How are we going to solve it? And by the way, if I'd made this decision and not that decision, we could have avoided this. So we won't be doing that next time. Mm -hmm. Using mistakes and inverted commas or difficult situations as learning opportunities. Now, lots of coaches talk about that. I hate the word coach. We won't go to that right now. But the point is that the taking responsibility and the standing up defines leaders. It defines you as a leader. If you take responsibility, it means other people can as well. And we go back to having permission, mm. giving permission to others to so be important. human, to to not have to have all the answers, to not get it right all the time. And some some things that go wrong can have huge impacts and people can, people can be very scared about, you know, being blamed for or, or being scapegoated sometimes for things that go wrong. I would um, suggest that for anybody who feels that fear, you need to ask yourself two questions. Question number one is, what are the consequences going to be if I don't take responsibility or I lie and it becomes clear it was me? Better or worse than if I just say it was me and take responsibility? And the second one is, what will I lose by taking responsibility? And if I'm going to lose it, was it really worth having? Mm. And this speaks to organizations. If somebody makes a dreadful mistake at work, some mistakes you get dismissed for. Yeah, sure. Some of them are crossing legal lines. That's a serious error in judgment. 
You may lose your job as a result. It's still important to take responsibility and tell the truth about what you did for your own self-respect, regardless of what what anyone else thinks or what happens to you. Very important. The second thing is, if it's not job or life-threatening, what have you got to lose? Right? What have you got to lose? What you've got to lose is the respect of the people around you and your self-respect if you don't stand up. Absolutely. So the truth about taking responsibility is it's a shortcut to gaining respect. Mm. Telling the truth, a shortcut to gaining respect. I went through this with my kids when they were little and my, my son in particular, for a variety of reasons to do with what was going on in the world at the time, felt like he needed to be right at all times, not make mistakes. As a younger child, you know, sister was you know, knock it out of the park all the time. And he felt like he may not be as good as she was. Did explain to him that, you know, he had a year and a half to catch up. So, you know, it was always going to be a year and a half to catch up. And by the way, he was just as good as she was at his age. But he didn't hear any of that. So he would sometimes come up with the most amazing whoppers <laughs> about what he'd achieved that was clearly, clearly not true, right? Clearly not true. And similarly, if something went wrong, he wouldn't want to admit it. And I remember when he got to about... Nine years old, I sat down with him and I said, okay, so we're going to have a chat about this and I'm going to tell you some of the dreadful mistakes I've made in my life because I thought, you know, I'm going to lead by example here. That's what parents do. I'm going to lead by example. These are the whoppers I've told. These are the situations I've created and these mistakes I've made. I'm a human being. We all do it, Mm. right? Now, when you, by the way, do this and deny it or tell me another story, I, first of all, don't know what to believe. So you lose some trust and I don't really respect Mm. you because I can see that you're not respecting yourself. And we talked about what respect meant and what trust was. And quick study at nine years old, he was like, ha. And I said, I'm also going to reward you for telling the truth. So if you tell the truth in a difficult situation, I won't punish you. Mm. That's the reward, no punishment, right? It doesn't give you full permission to keep going around doing awful things. If you do that, you know, flagrantly, there'll be problems. But I'm going to reward you by being absolutely clear that if you've done something, and it's a mistake, and you own up to it, there will not be a punishment. Now, the world won't necessarily work like that. But I want you to understand the importance of it. And this is the best I can do. Little love took it on board. He has been extraordinary at taking responsibility. Sometimes he takes too much responsibility. So we had to have a chat about responsibility hoarding, which is taking responsibility for things he couldn't possibly have done anything about. Um, And again, that's another learning thing. But the bottom line is when we don't take responsibility, when we don't tell the truth, we break trust and we lose respect from other people and from ourselves. And nothing, nothing is worth that. No, it isn't. Nothing's worth that at all. I think um, that's where values come into play, right? Yeah, and I believe that most people have the same values. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I think most people like integrity as a value, you know, um, kindness, Mm. quite often a value, trust, definitely a value, honesty, all of these things. Um, Most people want to see in their environment, they want it in the people around them. But you've got to walk the walk. You have to walk the walk and you have to lead by example. So making dreadful mistakes and taking responsibility for them is one of the biggest gifts you give yourself and the people around you yeah, as a leader. I always have huge respect for leaders that, that say, oh, my bad, doing that. I mm-hmm. love it. It just humanises. It brings mm-hmm. everybody down to the same level, which at the end of the day, we all are. 
You might have different areas of responsibility and different accountabilities, but no one's more important than anybody else. And I think that's a real leveller. It is. And let's take a slight step from responsibility into vulnerability, because mm. obviously when you stand up and fess up, you know, you're, you're opening yourself up. You are literally saying, shoot me now, literally. Yeah. Right. You're taking responsibility for something and you're making your failure or what you think is a failure or a mistake that you've made or just your your human feelings obvious to other people. You're making yourself vulnerable. People can still could take you down in that moment if they want to. So let's talk about vulnerability. Mm. Vulnerability is a strength, a great strength in my eyes. It is. And much like responsibility in telling the truth, uh, all these things are difficult because to some extent we are playing against the human emotions of threat and the physiological feelings of stress when something's not going well. That's right. Okay. With vulnerability, we're literally opening up our soft organs and saying, you know, I'm going to be open with you and I'm going to trust. Vulnerability is an act of trust. I'm going to trust that you're not going to take advantage of me. And that's why vulnerability is so hard. Because, because some people do. Yeah. Well, that's right. And again, I always say to people, if, if you're vulnerable, if you're honest and if you take responsibility and somebody takes you down, it says more about them than it does about you. And at the very least, you can stand there with a sense of self-respect and integrity, which, by the way, are difficult things to rebuild once you've lost them. You can hang there with those things and that person can be whatever they want to be, but that is no longer your responsibility. So let's talk about vulnerability can mm. you be too vulnerable oh this is a great question i get this one a lot um because i'm sure i can be too vulnerable sometimes what does too vulnerable mean well i think perhaps i i um have for sure if i look back i have for sure overshared and made myself uber vulnerable mm. um to the to the point where i've gone mm, maybe i shouldn't have said that but mm. my values are honesty and transparency mm-hmm. um that doesn't necessarily mean it's right in those particular mm. circumstances. I, I, love, I love the fact that you're getting into these words like should have shared, right and wrong. I know, I'm terrible. Like, like there's some judgment about how much <laughs> it's okay to share and how much it isn't. But this is yeah. human. This is what we all do. So yeah. the question is, you know, what is oversharing? Well, I think we have a sense for it. Mm. Um, and I think it's different between people. You know, I think one of the great powers that people that people have an option to choose or not is acceptance you know yeah. acceptance of difference if somebody's oversharing in inverted commas you know it might be uncomfortable for you it's okay to say actually you shared that made me really uncomfortable own it right own your feelings yeah um if you feel like you've overshared mm, might have overshared there hope i didn't make you uncomfortable again transparency honesty yeah can can dig you out of a lot of holes that you might throw yourself into willingly but I think the trick with vulnerability is recognizing that um, it allows other people to see you. It, there's a nakedness about vulnerability. There's a freeing about vulnerability. There is a freeing about it. And to your point about strength, when you know who you truly are and what you stand for, it gives you the power to be able to own that then you have access to being fully vulnerable. Mm. Because actually it doesn't really matter what anybody else does at that point. That is their choice. How they take you, how they accept you, whether they do or not, is really on them. I'm not suggesting you run around like, you know, telling people everything about your personal life at all times. But being willing to be human is really what we mean about vulnerability. It's so interesting, isn't it? Because I think about vulnerability. I'm going into a bit of a therapy session here. I think okay. about vulnerability 
And in the workplace, I think I'm, I can make myself quite vulnerable. Certainly mm. getting much better at that than I used to be. I think that mm. comes with age. But in my personal life, I'm terrible. I don't like being vulnerable at all. Mm. Yes. So let's let's ask a question about why that would be. Yeah. Why do why are we scared of being vulnerable? It's always because we've had a bad experience. Yes. It's always linked to a fear or a trauma or a, you know, sharing too much or giving too much and in not being reciprocated. Yeah. It's bound up with rejection. It's bound up with abandonment. It's bound up with being made to feel like there's something wrong with us. And that deters us from wanting to open ourselves up again. Very human, particularly in close personal relationships when you've been hurt it's sometimes really, really hard to be vulnerable and truly trust the other person because when you're hurt by somebody, most people will will, will think there's something wrong with them. Yeah? yeah? The assumption is there's something wrong with me, that person hurt me, I did something wrong. So self-judge comes out and it deters you from wanting to be vulnerable again so you don't get hurt. The truth of the matter is that if somebody hurts you, they may not be aware of it. They may not see the impact. They may not take responsibility for their actions. Really good Healing point. yourself from being hurt by somebody so you're able to be vulnerable in future is all about you accepting yourself. It's going back and saying, honestly, I did my best. Honestly, I made mistakes. Honestly, it's okay. The ability to be vulnerable with yourself and own your own yeah. stuff, again, makes you incredibly strong because we're all going to mess things up all going to mess things up. Life is just a series of experiences, some of which are great, some of which aren't so great. But vulnerability, when you allow yourself to be vulnerable with yourself, and this is a really important one, it gives you back your power to act on your own behalf. That's really powerful. Yeah. Mm. So I did something wrong. I made a mistake. I take responsibility for making that oh, mistake. No. I can't ever make it right but I can take this action in the right direction or in a, not right direction. I can take this action towards healing the situation. And this goes back to this notion of acceptance between people. Let's say you've done something and somebody else has been on the receiving end of it. Most powerful action, not go and apologize for ages and say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You can't make it okay. It happened. Mm. What you can do is you can go and vulnerably own the fact that you made a mistake. You can ask them what the impact was on them. You can listen to what they have to say. You can apologize for it and you can ask them, one of my favorite questions, what do you need? What is it going to take for me to make this right? I love that. It's vulnerable and it's an offer. And that, again, is all in service of building a better relationship, either at work or personally with the other person. That's a really good place, I think, to wrap things up for yep. this, this week's episode, Karen. But Let's just t talk about, we like to always leave the end of one of our podcasts with one actionable thing that people can take away from today and start practicing in their own lives. So what would that be? Well, I'm going to give you two. The first one is to understand what your value system is, what really matters to you, trust, integrity. What, what is it that really, when you violate it, damages your self-respect? Okay. And the second one is find one area in your life where you haven't taken responsibility for something that didn't work and you have an opportunity to make amends, rebuild a relationship, step in, own the impact and gain a little bit of self-respect back. Fantastic. 
Well, that wraps it up for this week's episode. I hope, we hope you really, really enjoyed that. And um, if you did, please show your appreciation. Please subscribe. Please press the follow um, and the bell on the podcast. And let us know your comments if you've got any questions. If there's any questions or any subject matters that you'd like to see us address in in future podcasts, please let us know. And um, questions are your friend. Questions (laughs) are your friend. Get curious. (laughs) 